Hi, this is Kendall Boyson, professional life and recovery coach, and you're listening to Encouragementology, the practice of instilling hope. Hi there. Thanks for joining me. On this show, we are pushing the boundaries, testing the water, and venturing outside of your comfort zone. You know the place where things feel a bit foreign, out of your perceived control, and where the unknown can either be exhilarating or terrifying. Most of us have been to this place, but only temporarily. Retreating the moment discomfort alerts us that we're outside of our four predictable walls. Routine, consistency, automatic, and safe. Here we live dreaming of what might be over yonder, but rarely disrupting our day-to-day life to find out. What would happen if we broke through, ventured out, pushed through the awkwardness, and challenged ourselves? You might think it's a 50-50 situation to win or fail, but oh, the learning levels in between. Ready to take a risk and find out? You might be asking yourself, why would you want to venture outside of your comfort zone? Well, let's clear that up before we even get started. Life can be an amazing journey if you let it. And throughout the process, we have the opportunity to grow and learn, evolve. Some of this happens automatically and from basic observation of the people around us. Some of it is instinctual, but other has to be explored, found, adopted, and nurtured. When we stop at the first amount of threat or pushback, we have the tendency to stay stuck, never pushing ourselves to challenge and grow. I don't want to gloss over these concepts because they can be so important to think through. There are different stages of learning and growing in your life, and thank goodness for that. Imagine staying stuck at any stage before the one you're in now. It doesn't matter how old you are today. Imagine a stage or two before and then picture yourself stuck there. Not physically necessarily because, I mean, who wouldn't want to shed 20 years off this body? Unless you are 20. (laughs) I'm speaking of mentally. Picturing being 45, but you're operating on the knowledge you had at age 25. Sure, you might have had significantly more energy, but oh boy, you didn't have the experience that you have now. Now, picture this. Someone is listening who is in their 60s, thinking of being stuck with the mind and experience of someone in their 40s and shaking their head, knowing there is so much more learning to be done. Have you ever thought of what you would tell your younger self if given the chance? Some good old advice from years of getting it wrong, but never giving up. Natalie Kogan gives us 40 lessons in happiness For my younger self, this is a letter she wrote to her daughter. Number one, it's really all about love. Two, 
One sweater you really like is better than five sweaters you kind of sort of like and bought because they were on sale. Good advice. Don't wait for any one human to give you all the care and love you crave. No one can be your all, but some people can be your a lot. Cherish them. Stop trying to be fearless. If you're trying and learning, you will feel fear. It's okay. Feel it and do it anyway. Number five, read the entire recipe before you start cooking. Oh my gosh, that would have saved me just tons of ingredients and grief. Number six, failure hurts and it sucks. But your greatest learning and triumph may often come from failure, as long as you remember that failure is not a state of being, but an occurrence on a path. Most things are better after a good night's sleep. Don't save your nice dishes, nice clothes, nice shoes for a special occasion. Every day you're alive is a special occasion, so use the good stuff. When in doubt, go for a walk. Number 10. You can only change yourself. Not other people, not relationships, just you. If you want to change anything, including the world, start within yourself. Be here now. Don't rob yourself of living today because you're lost in yesterday or leaning into tomorrow. Number 12. One spoon of the real stuff is better than one cup of the low-fat stuff. Happiness is not the absence of negative emotions. You're not failing at happiness because you feel sad or angry. Let yourself feel what you feel. But don't lose sight of the little moments of warmth, kindness, or beauty that are always there, even if you have to wipe away your tears to see them. Number 14. See more art. Make more art. All kinds of art. Even art you don't like. Escape into it with your whole soul. Sweat the small stuff that makes you even the tiniest bit happier. Fill your shelves with books you love. Rush to the farmer's market for the season's first strawberries. Buy pins you like to write with. Move your desk to catch the morning sun. These make up the textures of your life. Number 16. Creating a process works better than setting a goal. Every day at 8 a.m., I will go for a walk is a lot more useful than I'm going to walk 100 miles this month. Hmm, nice twist of perception. You are enough. You are lovable and amazing and deserve true, genuine happiness exactly the way you are. You don't have to do anything more to earn it. You're a being, not a doing. Number 18. People care a lot less about what you do or how you look than you think. Mostly, we're all focused on ourselves. So stop worrying about perceptions and live your life. You experience 100% of the emotions you give to others. If you feel angry at someone, you experience anger. If you experience kindness, you feel kind. 
Number 20. It's okay to have a mess of a day. Sometimes you actually do need to eat too much, watch too much TV, and hide under the covers away from it all. If you do something and it makes you feel spectacular, don't ignore that feeling. It's the universe trying to tell you, this thing you just did, do it more often. Yes, this applies to what you do for work too. Number 22, be more honest. Being vulnerable doesn't make you weak. It makes you real. Be real. It's a gift not just to yourself, but to everyone around you. You are not your thoughts. You are not your feelings. These are part of you, but not the entirety of you. Learning to be aware of them rather than become them is priceless. Make things with your hands as often as you can. Cook. Paint, plant, play an instrument, anything. You'll get a break from living in your head. Number 25. When you're having a horrid day, even the tiniest achievements feel amazing. Clean your desk, do a handstand, write things down on your to-do list, which you've already accomplished. Be intentionally kind and expect nothing in return. Number 27. Give your ideas of how something should be. Life is unfolding as it is, and you have a choice to either be awake to how it is and go from there or suffer wishing it were different. Most things taste a lot better right out of the container. Ice cream, milk, sardines? Number 29. Find time for stillness and silence every day. Don't be afraid of spending time alone. Alone equals all one. The greatest moments in a friendship often come when you text a friend and say, Hey, I'm feeling awful and I need you. Number 31. One of the hardest things to do is to forgive. The hardest thing to do is to forgive yourself. So keep trying. Travel more and often. This may be one of the only ways to buy happiness with money. Also, take time to travel on your own. You'll discover more about yourself than the places you visit. Break your own rules as often as possible. Try spicy food, even if you're not into spicy food. Wear something bright if you usually wear black. Read things you normally wouldn't be into. Give yourself freedom to explore. Number 34, take care of yourself. It's not selfish. It's your responsibility to people you love. There's no glory in being a martyr. Bright red lipstick is pretty much always the answer. Number 36, the greatest gift your kids give you is the ability to experience unconditional love. Never be too busy for a hug, or too grumpy, or too proud. Number 38. Just because you can't see it right now, doesn't mean the path is not there. Keep taking steps. If you have to force it, an idea, a piece of writing, a job, a relationship, a shoe, it's not meant to be. Working hard and forcing something are two different things. Learn the difference.
And number 40, it's all really about love. Not romantic love, not any specific kind of love, just love. It's within you. Find it, nurture it, share it, grow it, swim in it. It's always the right answer, although sometimes you'll have a hard time seeing it. Keep looking. Ready for an awesome revelation? You never have to be done. There's no ceiling to your quest for knowledge and experience. No graduation day, no certificate, and until the end, no pass, no fail. Your journey will ebb and flow, and if you're willing, you will keep moving forward. Remember, you hold the power to accelerate or to apply the brakes. Pushing down on the gas means you will face uncertainty. No doubt get lost, face adversity, and be forced into uncomfortable situations. But oh, the fun you might have. You have the opportunity to grow in such wondrous ways. With every lesson comes a heightened sense of awareness. Your vantage point changes and you're able to finally experience the bigger picture. Haven't people been talking about that for a long time? Can't you see the bigger picture? Try and see the bigger picture. This feels impossible when your vantage point is on the ground slugging it out. When it comes to life in general, you only know what you know. You're a product of your environment. Well, Jace Jacobs shares more on this in his blog, jacobs.com. The way you operate today is a result of your programming. Is it good or bad? Maybe a little of both. One thing for sure, you are in charge of what you choose to embrace or change about yourself. Is there something you like or dislike? Hmm, it might be time to question your programming and why you do what you do. Your programming develops over time based on your culture, influences, and circumstances. It's like second nature. You don't have to think about it. Your brain is on autopilot and you take action. Like when a child touches a hot frying pan, they are programmed to avoid that pain. The next time they're in that scenario, they're more likely not to touch a hot frying pan. Maybe you had a parent who hated green vegetables. Did you have the same preference growing up? Do you love a particular type of music because it's the music your friends listen to? What about pleasure? Are you drawn to the same activities so that you can experience fun, relaxation, or joy again? Programming can have a positive or negative impact on your life. The good news is, it's in your control. You get to decide which programs to embrace and which ones to kick to the curb. Does this have you thinking? Would you like to make a change in your programming? Hmm. If so, then I have three strategies to help create the new you. Number one, own your happiness. You're the boss. Take ownership of your life and know that you are in charge. If something is within your control and it isn't working for you, then make a change. You get what you want by asking for it with your actions. Number two, break your programming. So you were dealt some less than desirable reactions. 
good for you in acknowledging it. If you don't like it, change it. Take action now. No universal law says that you have to keep your bad programming. Make a change now. Number three, embrace the power of your thoughts. Flex your thinking and visualization muscles. They are powerful and affect your programming. Your thoughts are your ticket to a real transformation in your life. Quality thoughts in your mind create quality feelings expressed. You can control your feelings by focusing on your thoughts. You have the power to change whenever you want to change. Transform your thoughts, transforming your programming, transforming your life. I love to reinvent, and I have a gazillion hobbies and ideas. Sometimes my mind is racing, wondering how I will find time to get them all in. These can include professional projects and new business ventures to being obsessed with crocheting hats. I'm notorious for getting an idea and then falling headfirst into all the details until I've burnt myself out. Key here, diversify. Projects you can do alone. Projects with people. Projects that are self-serving. Projects that help the community or a community of people or even the environment in general. Projects that inspire, teach, or exercise your mind and body. I'm getting excited just thinking about it all. What if you could grow through life instead of simply go through life? Sean from StunningMotivation.com shares seven steps on how to grow in life and become more successful. Let me start by asking you a question. How far and how much have you grown in your life? Take a moment to compare yourself five years ago. Are you reaching greater heights in life? Have you achieved most of your goals and are living your dreams? And do you feel extremely fulfilled with your life right now. I believe that everyone wants to live a fulfilling and great life. We all want our dream life to come true. Nobody wants to go downhill, feel depressed, or live a mediocre life where they feel stuck. And if you want to live a better life, a quality life, you must learn to grow. Success will not come to you overnight, but it can be achieved through daily improvement and small increments over time. Most people overestimate what they can achieve in a year, but they underestimate what they can achieve in five years. Time flies and one year can be gone faster than you can imagine. But if you have the intention to improve and commit to living a better life, you will see significant improvement in the years to come. Just fully commit and give yourself at least three to five years for growth before you decide to quit and do something else. It may seem like a long time, but it's actually not. And regardless, the next five years will surely arrive. The only question is, where will you be? Will you still be doing the same thing, living in the same place, working at the same job, and not accomplishing what you want? Or will you arrive with all your goals accomplished, living your dream life, 
feeling healthy, vibrant, and beaming with energy, you can choose the future you want. Remember this, the future you want is created right now, not 20 years from now. If you want to live a better life with greater success and fulfillment, then you should start doing something about it right now. So here are seven steps you can take to help you grow in life so that you can become more successful, accomplish your goals, and make your dreams come true. Number one, commit to mastery. Commit to keep improving in every area of your life. In today's world, things are changing so rapidly that mastery has become a necessity. And if you want to be the best in your field, you must deliberately practice and improve. You never know what will be coming next. The only thing we can do is to commit to what the Japanese called Kaizen, or what Tony Robbins called C-A-N-I, constant and never-ending improvement. If you don't improve, you will become obsolete. Regardless of what field you're in, industry, or what work you're doing, you have to consistently ask yourself, how can I improve and do better? What can I do to be more efficient? And how can I be more profitable? If you don't commit to improving and constantly striving to get better, others will surpass you and your work will become obsolete. So here are three tips to help you commit to mastery. Number one, decide what you want to improve. The first thing you need to do is decide what and where you want to see the improvement. If you're in sales, do you want to improve your cold calling skills or your presentation skills? Do you want to improve the quality of your service or do you want to improve your marketing strategies? You can also choose to improve other areas of your life, such as your health, your fitness, cooking skills or meditation skills, maybe parenting skills, your time management skills, and so on. But the first step is to identify where or which areas you want to master. Number two. Read and learn from others. Commit yourself to become an avid reader. The only way you can become better is to constantly inject new knowledge and thoughts into your head. So commit to reading at least one or two books a month. The fastest way to learn something is to ask someone who has done it before you. So go and network, mix around with other successful people in your industry. See how they do it. Learn their thinking, their beliefs, and their strategies. Number three, commit to taking baby steps. When you try to do something much too fast, it will overwhelm you. Try to go about it one step at a time. Learn a skill one at a time. Improve just one thing. Do you know that it takes years of successful people to achieve extraordinary results in life? The author of the best-selling book, Outliers, Malcolm Gladwell, coined the 10,000-hour rule. In this rule, he stated people can only achieve extraordinary results when they've reached 10,000 hours of deliberate practice. And there's no way you can reach 10,000 hours of practice and improvement within a year. So break it into larger time frames and look at the bigger picture. Take baby steps to grow your life. Grow your confidence and build your momentum step by step. Number two, 
cultivate success characters. There's a saying, how you do anything is how you do everything. If you want to become an extraordinary person who achieves great success in life, you must look at how you live your life. How you do one thing is most likely the way you do everything. If you're not a serious person about work right now, there's a high chance that you're not a serious person about your goals or your dreams. Successful people are successful because of their habits and their attitudes. If you're someone who's always late for work, there's a high chance that you will be late for your goals as well. Everything in your life is intertwined. How you do one thing in one area will reflect how you do another thing in a different area. If you always find yourself having conflict with your friends and family members, you'll probably have conflicts in other areas of your life as well. How you handle and manage setbacks, challenges, and situations in your life is probably how you'll handle them in different parts of your life. Take a moment to reflect on how you have lived your life up to this point. Are you someone who always blames, complains, and gives excuses? Are you someone who is always late for work, someone who does not keep promises, or someone who doesn't treat things seriously? If you want to grow and live a better life, you must upgrade your attitude and habits. Start with every area of your life. Start with your daily habits. You may think that how you do things in another area of your life has nothing to do with your goals and dreams. Wrong! It's your attitude that defines you. And your attitude will never lie. So start by cultivating success characters that will lead you to getting results you want. How you do one thing is how you do everything. are three success characteristics that may help you grow to a higher level and make you more successful. Number one, be committed with what you've decided. Most people are not successful because they're not committed enough. They simply quit and give up whenever they face some hiccup or obstacle in the process. Number two, be willing to go the extra mile. Are you really serious about success and living your dreams? Go the extra mile. Do what others don't want to do. Wake up early. Start your day earlier. Work harder and stay later. Number three, always think from a positive perspective. No matter what happens, successful people are inverse paranoia. They look at challenges, setbacks, and failures as opportunities for them to grow stronger in life. We're up to number three, respect your time. We all know that time is important, but are you treating your time seriously? In order to grow in life, you must make good use of your time. Time is the most important value that we all equally have. No matter whether you are a student or a doctor, we all have 24 hours a day, nothing more, nothing less. Time tells us how far we have come and how far we have grown or not. No one can escape the passing of time. If we understand how valuable time is, we will never waste our life on things that don't matter. 
We will work on our present to materialize the future that we want. Here are some tips to help you better understand time and use it wisely. Live in the moment. No matter what you're doing, make sure you put your full attention here in the moment where it's most important. Value every moment. If you have a goal, go for it. If you want to travel the world, plan on it, act on it. If you love somebody, express your feelings and tell them. Don't procrastinate. Don't delay things and put a later date on them. If you have something you need to accomplish, do it, get it done. When you procrastinate, you're creating a mental burden in your mind that will block you from moving forward. Use your time wisely. Be conscious of how you're using your time. Are you doing something that will add value to your life or are you wasting your time on unnecessary activities? Understand that you are in control. This is your life and you can and you have the choice to choose how you want to live your life. Number four, keep your promises and commitment. Another important step you need to take if you want to grow in your life is to always keep your promises, especially the ones that you make to yourself. The moment you said you are going to achieve your goal by the end of this year, that's it. It's decided, and there's no turning back or giving up. You keep the commitment you made to yourself. Remember this, you are what you do, not what you say you will do. So take action on what you've promised and committed to do. You will then become a more responsible person and become an inspiration to others. When others see that you're committed, they will also want to commit. You will create your own standard and grow at a higher level of acceptance in every area of your life. You will value your worth more. Number five, take care of your finances and commit to living debt-free when possible. Number six, nourish your body. Learn to take care of your body. Commit to living a healthy lifestyle. You deserve it. Number seven, enrich your soul. Your process of growth in life is not complete without enriching your soul. Every day we go through our life facing a lot of rejections, negativity, challenges, setbacks, obstacles, and energy-draining activities. Learning how to enrich your soul has become something important in today's world. Imagine living each day with stress, negativity, pressure, and not feeling happy at all. Do you think you can grow in these circumstances? Not at all. Living in a happy and fulfilling environment allows us to grow faster and unleash our creativity to achieve our goals. So here are five tips on how to enrich your soul through your daily life. Number one, meditation. There are plenty of benefits you can get from meditation. For instance, it can relieve your stress and put your mind in a peaceful state. A lot of studies and research have shown that meditation is good for our soul, and so we should do it regularly. Number two, be in solitude. When you're alone and in solitude, it's time that you can be with yourself and reflect on your life. We are living in a busy world where instant messaging has become the norm, not to mention the distractions from social media. When you spend time in solitude, you're able to think, dream, and connect better with yourself. 
If you study extraordinary people like Isaac Newton and Albert Einstein, you'll notice that they spend a lot of time in solitude to cultivate their creativity and nourish their soul. Number three, rest and relax. Remember that life is not a sprint, but a marathon. If you want to go far, you must take time to rest and relax, to recharge your body and your soul. Don't get yourself burned out. Take some time off to relax. Get close to nature and recharge your soul from time to time. Number four, connect with your purpose. Why do you live in this world? What is your purpose here? You have to connect with your inner self and reflect on your purpose regularly. Goal setting and writing down your thoughts can help with this. Use techniques such as visualization, affirmations, and goal setting to connect with your purpose. Writing down your thoughts and keeping a journal are a great way to live with purpose. Number five, help and make the world a better place. Did you know that one of the easiest ways to enrich your soul is by helping someone else and making the world a better place? Well, inspiration and motivation are only effective when first encouraged. You might have been burnt a time or two as a result. Your comfort is a place of protection. Remember that. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. How can we coax you out to test the waters once again? You're okay with where you are today, and it's far more comfortable than trusting and pushing yourself to learn a little more. You're okay with settling for the here and now. Well, here's an all-too-common scenario that plays out in people's lives, illustrating how settling sometimes can lead to apathy and comfort. These ideas are found in Tony Fockery's article, Why the Magic Happens When You Step Outside of Your Comfort Zone, found at medium.com. Life tosses you lemons. Well, at least that's what you suspect from where you stand. You may be sick and tired of being in the rut, feeling uninspired, emotionally drained, and lacking direction. Don't despair, since you may simply be experiencing an internal shift. From time to time, you may suffer periods of uncertainty, which on the surface appears as though your world is sinking. You might feel helpless and unable to navigate your journey ahead. Though you can't quite put your finger on it, something isn't quite right. You know that part at least. Life seems harder and requires more effort than usual. Everything is a chore. You feel emotionally turbulent at the slightest episode when things don't go according to plan. Rest assured, life isn't always smooth sailing. Seeking refuge in that statement liberates us from having to push against the forces of life. Like any journey, the intention to reach one's destination is typically heralded by a goal or a plan, though you may not anticipate the rough waters ahead. That is, you might have to sail your boat in uncharted waters to reach your final destination. Life's journey is filled with countless lessons, which may fail to concede when embroiled in their drama. There is a rhythm and timing to the universe you must abide by if you wish to realize your potential. With that in mind, stepping out of your comfort zone may be paralyzing to some, since there is a level of anxiety associated with uncertainty. 
you become accustomed to the familiar that to rock the boat de-establishes your equilibrium. Author Neil Donald Walsh of the acclaimed spiritual book series Conversations with God reminds us life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Dealing with uncertainty and change can be debilitating in terms of your imposed stress, yet seemingly to live a compelling future requires stepping out of the familiar to reach new horizons. Typically, the stronger the desire for change, the more discomfort you feel as you move toward the unknown. Remember, it's your response to life which is paramount to the level of personal growth you undertake. Most people thrive in ideal situations, although this does not test one's character. Your response to life's uncertainties determines your level of inner growth, especially when the tides are against you. For example, entrepreneurs require confidence to never give up on their plan or vision, since the economic forces are constantly against them. There must be an inherent self-belief and unyielding motivation and desire to prevail. I encourage you to adopt a similar quality in your own pursuit to step out of your comfort zone. You must be willing to take risks, whether big or small, and gradually move in the direction of your dreams. Familiarity keeps you safe and oftentimes stuck and stagnant. Most people are quite content to sail through life impervious to their potential. They rather not take risks in the event life does not emerge as they hoped. Their self-esteem takes a hit and they perceive themselves as failures. Yet failure and self-esteem are not inextricably linked. You are not a failure because your goals fail to materialize the way you hope for. You may have been unsuccessful in reaching your goal, although you may be drawing closer to success each time, yet unaware of it. Stepping off your comfort requires you to extend your personal boundaries in order to create a fulfilling life. I want you to know those successful people whom you look up to have pushed past their comfort zone in order to reach their current level of mastery. They broke through many a glass ceilings to create a new way of life and similarly paved the way for others to follow. That is the inviting aspect of pushing past your comfort zone. You serve as a guidepost for others to follow by breaking ground in your pursuit. Yet, as alluring as it might seem to push through your comfort zone, you don't want to make it a constant quest. Integrating your experiences into your life becomes paramount since it is defined by your learning and inner growth, which becomes the focal point of pushing past your comfort level. Are you ready to venture outside? Are you ready to push past the awkwardness, the uneasy, the uncertain, in order to realize your true potential? Growing is exciting. Learning and experiencing new things even if you feel uncomfortable with the unknown. If you want to share Encouragementology with a friend who needs to know they are not alone in this journey of self-discovery, you can visit encouragementology.com or anywhere you stream your content to receive this episode and all others. Follow us on Facebook for additional encouragement throughout the week. 
So I challenge you to push yourself forward with the desire to learn and grow. Find comfort in the fact that you are in control of your passion and your pace. Make a commitment to growing through life instead of simply going. I know you can do it. Thank you for listening to Encouragementology with Kendall Boyson, where we find positive ways to handle some of life's challenges. Someone through until the path was clear. That's when I found you. How I wound up here.